0: You're listening to Buffalo Bean's Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. This program is to kind of point out businesses around the region and what they do as far as servicing and helping out. And one of those that we have not talked to, at least not in the time that I've been doing the program, but we will today, is Sun King. And Adam Schein is the vice president of Sun King, joining us here to talk about what it is that they do. First of all, uh, welcome, of course.
1: Thanks for having me, Randy. I appreciate it.
0: And Sun King, describe what the business is.
1: Sun King is an electronics recycling company. We were founded in the year 2000, uh, primarily uh, on the basis of reusable electronics. So we would get electronics that might be uh, obsolete for a company or considered obsolete for a company, but that we could repurpose, refurbish, and resell. Over the years, our volume has grown such that we are far more into recycling than we are reuse and resale now. I would say that reuse and resale account for about 10% of our business and recycling about 90% of our business. So uh, over the years, as we've grown, as New York State came out with uh, legislation to make residents uh, have free and convenient recycling, our role has sort of grown in the recycling sector.
0: And in terms of what you recycle, Uh, certain things that you do and don't accept, I would
1: imagine. There are, and that's an interesting question. Typically, we say anything with a quarter or a circuit board. So if it's got batteries, if it's got a cord that it plugs into the wall, uh, it's something that we recycle. You'd be amazed if you came into our facility. Our headquarters are in uh, just outside of Rochester and Brockport, 204,000-square-foot facility, packed to the gills with all sorts of different electronics. We do also have a facility here in Buffalo and also a satellite facility in Syracuse. But we get things that are not just your traditional computer or monitor. We get shoes that light up, you know, the kids' shoes that light up. We get those. We have to remove the batteries from them. It's a difficult and very tedious process. Uh, we get lab equipment, medical equipment. Uh, so it's not just what people think of uh, in terms of a cell phone or a computer. It's, it's much more than that. Uh, the only things we really don't accept are those that have some sort of oil contained inside or any other fluid or refrigerant or something that's pressurized. Uh, for instance, we wouldn't take a propane tank, right, because it's pressurized and uh, if it goes through our process, it could, could have uh, a yeah. bad impact. Bad,
0: in- bad consequences, that's it, for sure. Exactly. Now, you meant headquarters in Brockport and your reach extends to Buffalo here and beyond as well?
1: It does, yeah. So we do some stuff down into Pennsylvania. Uh, we do some stuff uh, much further north uh, in New York. State, uh, the Fort Drum area we service as an example, Uh, and we are looking at expansion outside of the state of New York. Right now, our focus has been New York. That's where we got our start, and uh, we are one of, uh, if not the largest in New York State in terms of recycling, in terms of the pounds that we handle. Uh, So it's, uh, it's really our focus, Western New York, mostly Rochester, Buffalo, Syracuse, Uh, But we absolutely do service beyond that. The only place we don't really extend to in New York is New York City because obviously there's some additional uh, issues that you have to deal with, like union labor, doormen, uh, special permitting for your trucks to operate in New York City. So we've decided to stay away from the city itself.
0: Right. And one of the reasons that we have you on is that you are actually uh, participating in what is an electronics recycling event that uh, Entercom is uh, also kind of helping out with this is coming up at the eastern hills mall saturday december the 15th at nine in the morning and uh, use the transit road entrance, which is easy enough, I'm sure. And uh, what are they going to see? Like a big bin, a big truck, uh, a couple
1: trucks? Yeah. So traditionally, uh, first of all, we're very excited to partner with Entercom on this, and uh, and we're very excited with the radio uh, uh, piece of it, uh, the advertising, to see you know sort of what the impact is on traffic. Uh, we've done a lot of these events. We typically do about 20 to 25 a year. Uh, traditionally, we will partner with politicians, and they send out mailers to people's homes, and and certainly it brings people in droves. This is the first time we've really done one with a a corporate uh, uh, partner, and we're very excited to see the results of this. Uh, What you're going to see when you get there traditionally is a line we try to make it go as quick as possible. Probably on average, people wait 10 to 15 minutes from start to finish. Uh, It filters through one line and then traditionally it splits off into four to six lanes. So we usually will have anywhere from 25 to 40 employees of ours. We traditionally bring a volunteer group as well for another 50 to 100 employees or 50 to 100 volunteers rather. And they will help, the volunteers help to offload the cars. Our people are sort of Uh, uh, Navigating traffic uh, uh, Packaging the stuff After it's been offloaded from the cars And loading our trucks. So there's usually like four lanes You'll see a couple semi trucks uh, Tractor trailers uh, That'll be there You'll see a lot of people uh, Traditionally our people wear orange Because that's part of Sun King's colors Uh, So you'll see a lot of people there Hopefully a lot of friendly faces That's traditionally what you see Uh, People will offload your car for you as you drive through, they'll package it. Uh, the idea is people don't even need to get out of their car. They drive through, we we pull the stuff out, and they continue on their way. So we try to make it as simple and efficient as possible.
0: Easy enough. We're talking with Adam Schein, Vice President of Sun King. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, skip back to uh, at the beginning. You had mentioned that uh, the kind of the mission, or the focus of what you do at Sun King has changed a little bit where you used to collect it and kind of repurpose things, what does happen to what you get? First of all, there has to be some disassembly required, I'm guessing?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, as I did mention at the beginning, we do try to repurpose. Repurpose and and reuse is actually the best form of recycling when you can use something for its intended purpose. However, uh, with technology advancing such as it is nowadays, it's very difficult to do. So as I mentioned, about 90% of what comes into our facility actually does get Uh, recycled. One of two ways, either through a manual process or an automated process. So depending on what the item is, as an example, cathode ray tubes, which are the old tube televisions, those we can't put through an automated process because there's lead uh, dust that would be uh, pre- pre- present from the, the glass tube itself. So we actually send that through a line where it's it's basically like a, a demanufacturing line. One guy takes the, the back off. The next guy pops the uh, copper yoke off the back. The next guy takes the uh, band, the stainless steel band off. The next guy pulls the low-grade circuit board off. And then you're left with just the glass. And there's two types of glass there. There's leaded and non-leaded glass, which is the the panel and the funnel. So the panel is what you watch. The funnel is the back portion and something like that has to go through this manual process we then have other things that come in and they go through more of an automated automated process they go through a shredder uh, which sizes the material down makes it smaller then it goes through a ring mill the idea behind the ring mill is that there's a screen on it and once it gets to a certain size it'll fall through the screen uh, and usually it's liberated at that point, so a piece of steel will be separated from a piece of uh, plastic, as an example, um, that comes through the, the item. An example of something we would shred would be a DVD player or a stereo receiver or, in some cases, laptops we're shredding. Um, so ultimately, we shred those and then we send those off to a refinery to precious to recover any of the precious metals um the uh, the other thing that I want to point out that's very important to listeners is what happens to the data right so every almost every item now at least a PC a laptop a phone, contains uh, data on it. So when we bring those devices in, we are certified to a standard called R2, which stands for Responsible Recycling. A big portion of that standard is data control, data management, data sanitation. So when those items come in, the very first thing that happens is they get received, they go through a sort process, during that process, we take out any hard drive, any data-containing material. If it's less than uh, like 250 uh, gigabytes, uh, it'll go immediately to get shred. If it's more than 250 gigabytes, we will try to sanitize it through uh, a wiping process that meets the Department of Defense specifications. Uh, It's an overwrite process, essentially. It turns all the data to zeros on the drive, so no data is is contained. We have an outside company audit this process. If there are any sectors that fail during that process, it goes immediately to shred. If all the sectors are good without getting too technical, uh, then we will repurpose and reuse the drive itself after all the data has been wiped off.
0: So it's good to know because I know a lot of people would have questions about that if they have to actually do that physical wiping themselves before bringing it and you're just saying that you do that too
1: that's 100 percent part of what we do
0: something else that you mentioned was important and and tied into the r2 that uh, you were talking about uh, being a certified recycler so there are uh, actually garden variety recyclers as opposed to certified recyclers out there and why would a certified recycler like yourself be a better choice
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something that has come up uh, often uh, in the past few years. Is there are concerns with exporting, mostly exporting materials? What is happening to the electronics that you are recycling? There are toxins in this material. They have to be handled in a certain way. There are very few barriers to entry. To get into the recycling business, what we do, uh, there's not much that's special. There's not much that's proprietary. Uh, we try to provide the best service to our customers, and we have made, uh, you know, we've made an investment in going out and getting certified to a standard. And what that's what that means is that we are doing things specifically that the standard requests us to do. So that means we audit every downstream. So when we send any material out of our facility, because keep in mind, we are dismantling material down to its original, um, you know, uh, item. So whether it's aluminum or copper or circuit boards, we are not melting at our facility. We are then sending to somebody who will melt or further process before melting. So we are required through the standard to audit every single downstream. Uh, what that means is where we're sending it to, where they ultimately send it to. So we know the very last home of that item, whether it go into a furnace and get remelted. At that point, it's considered end of life. Anything on the reuse side, we cannot send any units out of this country that are not working, not tested and working. We have tested and working protocols that we have to go through to make sure that we are not dumping on a third world country, as an example. Recyclers that that haven't made the investment, and it is an investment. It's it's not a, a, a small amount of money that we spend every year on auditors, on certification, on we have a full time staff member that adheres to to all of our requirements, that keeps us in line, that puts together a safety committee. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. If you have a company that's not willing to invest those those funds into their business. You have to question what they're doing uh, with the material when it comes in, and there have been many people found—not to point out anybody in particular—but there have been people found that have been exporting material that shouldn't be exported. There have been companies, uh, even in New York State, that have have actually buried CRT televisions. They've charged a fee for them and then buried them in their yard, uh, and have been caught doing so. So, it's it's very important that you work with somebody who's certified and. Uh, you know, somebody like uh, R2 or eStewart certification certainly are are the two that are uh, really known in our industry.
0: And that ties in with this electronics recycling event again coming up Eastern Hills Mall Saturday, December the 15th at 9 a.m. And we'll have more on this in the upcoming segment. But speak to the community involvement from Sun King's standpoint on this and, and similar
1: events. Sure. So, uh, we, we love it. It's, uh, it's something that we do that 99% of the time people say, thank you for doing this. And, and that really feels good uh, from, from our standpoint. Obviously, you know, sometimes these events can get a little out of hand and, you know, you'll have the one guy that'll complain about it, having to wait or, or you know, not liking uh, whatever. But, uh, but 99% of the people really appreciate it and enjoy it. Uh, are happy to come out, uh, thankful that we're doing something. Uh, it's, it's like I say all the time, typically uh, r- the residential uh, equipment that we get is so old because you use it till it dies. At least in my case, I use it till it dies. Then it'll sit in my basement for 10 years. And then my wife will finally say, get this out of here. And so without having a place to go like these events, People really don't know what to do. There's a major problem with education on the electronic side. People are not sure what to do uh, with their electronics. So when they have these opportunities, and these opportunities, really, we've been doing them, these events, for better than 10 years now. But the landscape changed a little bit because in 2010, New York State put an e-waste law into uh, effect that said free and convenient recycling must be provided to residents and manufacturers are supposed to pay for it. So Sony, Dell, HP, those companies that manufacture new units are supposed to pay for those to be recycled. So we have partnerships with them. They love it because it looks good on them. We love it because we live in these communities, and uh, I don't want this stuff to enter our waste stream. Um, you know, I have, I have children. I don't want lead in the water table as an example. Um, so I think it's very important that we do these, and uh, as I mentioned, we're very happy to do it with Entercom and I know it's part of their One Thing Sustainability Program initiative, and I think uh, I think it's a great message. If everybody does one thing a day to make this world a better place, I think, uh, I think we can all really make a change.
0: And big for personal health and safety by uh, reusing and getting these things out of uh, circulation. Absolutely. Adam, pleasure to have you on and uh, looking forward to seeing you on the 15th.
1: Randy, thanks so much. Appreciate your time.
0: Adam Schein, Vice President for Sun King. And by the way, that's spelled with two N's, S-U-N-N-K-I-N-G, Sun King. And this is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN.